Fluffies podcast. Where we talk about relationships. Even though we've never been in one. What? I know. <laughs> still hasn't changed. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Steece Allison. And we're going to dive in. Let's today. get into it. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Another day. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> we are Those here. days I feel like I'm getting paid pennies. <laughs> <laughs> Literally being paid pennies, which I was today. And there is a hair in my cup of water. <laughs> that is what we call a snack. <laughs> and extra nutrition. It's full of iron, actually. <laughs> it's calcium, I thought. Both. It's actually keratin. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> all of that. I am. You know, I've always thought that. Where, because they say, like, hair is made out of, like, a good substance. <laughs> <laughs> like iron? Like, a, yeah, or, like, uh-huh. keratin. <laughs> but, like, also keratin. But, like, there's people out there that probably eat their hair. Like, isn't that, like, a strange No, there thing? is. I know people. But then I'm like, is that good for them or no? No. Well, actually, it's not bad. But the problem <laughs> is... Your your stomach acid can't because I knew people who did this. <gasps> who yes. ate their hair? Yes, children. When I was in Adventure Week, no way. Which is a camp in no our town. Fucking way. Yeah, like kids would eat their hair because I don't get that. Yeah, because I get would, a lot of things. Because I, I would be scared. Hair. I would eat hair here and there as a child, as you do. You're oh, doing yeah, things, naturally. and I would be afraid. And Daddy would be like, "No, it's okay." Our papa. If you eat a little bit of it. It doesn't matter, but there was a kid who ate their hair, like literally ate their hair, and they went to the doctor because they were having trouble digesting, and they did a scan because your stomach acid can't break down your hair, actually, yeah. fun fact, in big quantities. Like, it actually can't break it down at all because of what it is. It's dead cells, which are iron. Yeah. It's like iron, calcium. It's based out of keratin. It's like all this. Basically, it's undigestible because it's your hair, and it's a dead cell. So when you ingest it, it kind of goes through the passageway because it's so thin, but when you have so much of it, it sits in there and it balls up, kind of like your pipes when you get hair stuck in them. Yeah, and so your Ew. acid can't break it down. It was a whole big thing. That's real. Wait, so they did the scan and what? Like, they did were the they scan. Like, oh, how was that kid not bald? Yeah, well, I mean, when you're young. Well, it wasn't his when, hair. <laughs> so gross. No, but when you're young, you generate, as we talked about in the previous episode, you generate your cells very fast. A lot of your fat thighs. Like, you generate cells so fast at a rapid rate, uh, so it just, like, you don't even notice it as much. A lot of your fat thighs. See so how she brought that up just to Well, because me. I had to jog your memory. <laughs> <laughs> More like, you need to go for a jog at my right So stupid. The medical corner with Emily. This is the second time. So what happens when you get a hypochondriac in the house. It so is what happens. don't eat your hair, but it will be the next Yeah, don't eat your hair. Your stomach actually can't digest it. Wacko. Yeah. Eat children's hair. <laughs> Ew. That's, That's gotta disgusting. be something that happens out in this world. Sure. I don't even want to know. All right, Emily. Well, bless us with the topic Okay, for today. so last night I had the privilege. The privilege. Of waking up at 4 a.m. for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I was sitting there and I was trying to go back to bed. And the things I think about when I try to sleep are boys because... They make me happy. But then I was thinking, I have no mans in my life right now. Shocker. Right now, yeah. Right now, more like ever. Ever. On a serious level, never. a few weeks ago. Yeah. But, so this came to my mind, and I'm just going to share to you raw 
unedited, even though I had all day to edit it, but who gives a fuck? Because <laughs> I have no time. I'm reading the truth. <laughs> I have no time, and this is organic, and it's better than I could have ever imagined. My brain at 4 a.m., this is what I was thinking. Judging other people's mans. When is it appropriate? How do you do it? Mans like Morgan Stewart, where it's not bad, but could be better. How much do you share your thoughts on that? Mans like Bo, mans that are abusive, mans that aren't going to last, and mans that will leave them heartbroken. How do we navigate and how much should we be involved? So some backstory, Morgan Stewart, she's on like E! Nightly Pop, does all this stuff for E! I just pulled her because it's a person that everybody more or less knows. I'm sure not everybody no, knows. No, no one knows. E. I didn't know until Emily became obsessed. But guess who she is engaged to? Dr. Phil's son. And she's going to have <laughs> Dr. Phil's grandchild. Ew! Which is a mess. It's a mess. That's a mess. So that's weird. And then who is Bo? Bo is Stassi Schroeder's man. Which Bo. also you guys might not know Stassi Schroeder. Which you all might not know. We have talked about her on the podcast before. Yeah, we have. She is in the ranks of like, you know, Melissa Gorga. You Tamara know the other, and Eddie yeah. housewife. Like she's in like the ranks. The, she's in the ranks. With yeah, probably genuine soulmate relationship. Yes, gen like a genuine good relationship. So basically, what I was thinking last night was I was thinking about mans and like how underwhelming they all kind of are, and how I wish I found someone better. And then I was thinking about Morgan Stewart because I'm more or less always thinking about her because I just like love everything about her. However, I was thinking about how underwhelmed I am with every man she has chosen because the guy she was married to before she got engaged to Dr. Phil's son I was like the worst thing about Morgan Stewart is the man she is with Mm. and now she just divorced him to just be with another loser and it's like what was the like what was the point of doing that you know it's really interesting because I was judging a famous relationship just yesterday oh yeah who yeah because i was thinking about young blood and i was like is he dating anyone these days you know to like have pure fantasies being like (laughs) so lame i hate myself (laughs) but being like ah yes i can imagine us together because realistically there is nothing in our way right now there's nothing but then what what always happens when you google that young blood girlfriend you know what is he trying like girlfriend you know what's gonna happen he's gonna have is he trying to date jesse joe stark I don't know who that is. Okay, well then no. <laughs> and so, no, but I saw one video on YouTube, and it was like, him and Halsey might be back together. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. But I don't know if it's true. No, but it's then not. I was reading the comments, and it made me feel good because they were negative. Yeah, they don't <laughs> And like being that. like, I feel like Halsey always has to jump man to man. It's almost like she doesn't love herself. I'm like, newsflash, she fucking doesn't, because most people do not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, we can buzz that myth right now. <laughs> like, there's no way she loves herself. So yeah. Yeah. Like, do you hear songs? Bust so it. dependent. Yeah, no. She's Busted so... not on that Bust... myth. It's not real. <laughs> not on that myth. Not real. So I was judging that one. Cause, and, like, people were judging it, too. Being like, oh, like, she just can't be by herself. Because a minute she broke up with Youngblood, she went on a red carpet with Evan Peters, and they started dating. Evan Peters? They dated for a yeah, while. Yeah, no, she doesn't love herself. No way. Uh, that's mean. I like Evan Peters. No, I do, but that's the point. <laughs> That is a point. Because no, know, Evan Peters point. is so into Evan Peters. He doesn't have time. Like, it's this weird thing. I don't know if I can describe it well enough. But you know when you're like, you're always searching for someone and you find someone. And you're almost attracted to people who don't give you the time of day. Because they're so self-assured of themselves. You want that as well. So you're with a person that's like that. 
And that's, like, what Evan mm. Peters is. Yeah. Because, you know, Evan Peters, if he were to walk in a room, do whatever, American Horror Story, sleepover, he's confident sleepover, in every slaps. single role. He's like, I am happy to be here. I'm doing this role. I yeah. am lucky. I yeah, am the person for it. Yeah. No one else can do what I do. And it's like, that's intoxicating for, because Halsey is a person who should feel that way. She's sold out so many shows, have so many platinum records, done all this stuff, whatever it is. I feel like she doesn't have a personality. No, I feel like she doesn't. I feel like she doesn't know what she stands for more than anything else Mm. because she has so many political ads. And I'm like, if you don't know what you stand for, you're obviously falling for anything. Because there are celebrities out there who do political ads here and there. But she's like, this is my like thing. And it's like, I understand and I respect if politics is your thing because, you know, we should be involved in politics or whatever. But I'm like, it's different when you're on that level of stardom. It just is. Yeah. It's not authentic as the plebeians are authentic in it. Yeah, I get you. Like, it's almost like a cop-out for money. Yeah, so I'm not at all surprised she went for Evan Peters because he's also weird. He's also, like, indie, like, Youngblood because he's like, see? She's like, see, I like people who aren't that famous but are famous enough. Like, Youngblood is famous in his own right. Evan Peters, yeah, they're, like, strong C-list. Strong C-list. Heavy hitters on that C-list. Like, a good day, a B-list. On a good day, a B-list. Like, that's how strong C-list That's how strong, yeah. Like, they could get somewhere and people, like... 25 would strongly know who they are and like 50 percent would be like maybe i know who you are like that yeah like <laughs> they'd see the face and be like oh you like yeah like you're yeah, familiar yeah. i can't quite place you are you john's cousin i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you seem familiar <laughs> but like they could get into one out yeah <laughs> So here we are judging our man. So basically, this all kind of came from an idea of like we we I've never really been in a relationship. No, the you know I mean bringing it back to yeah. the main idea of the, to whole the podcast, thesis of the paper. To the thesis of the paper, and like what's the thing we love to do is we love to judge people, but this is kind of two pronged because it's like on one we sense love like to bit. like I have always judged like because Morgan Stewart's man's are not inherently bad people. Like, they're actually quite <laughs> decent people. Like, But, like, Dr. Phil's son. Like, how do you come I across that I think he's even worse the than the first one, just at least the first one had a job. Dr. <laughs> Rough. Dr. Phil's son is living in Dr. Phil's Malibu house and being in a band, quote-unquote, which I dated a person that's been, quote-unquote, in a band. You guys, dated imagine going at it in the same house that Dr. Phil sleeps in. No, he doesn't live there. Oh. It's just one of the homes that he owns that his son picked out and lives in exclusively. <laughs> I see what you're saying. So, I mean, the whole thing is just like, that's such a clusterfuck of just like, what the what the hell is going on? Yeah. Because at least the other guy, though he didn't have enough money to sustain your lifestyle, he did make the money. Yeah. When Dr. Phil dies, what is this man going to have? Yeah. What is he going to have? His house in Malibu? He's lucky if that was paid for in cash. Yeah. And then if he made some dirty deal with the county and then he doesn't have to pay taxes, which actually I think that might be a state problem. That's or probably... federal tax, I don't know. No, it's hard to bribe the feds. Yeah, so if it's, it's easy a... to bribe I don't know if state. property tax is feds or Property state. tax is state, state tax. Oh, well then, yeah, then it's whatever. Because property taxes are different in each state if it was a federal thing. That's right. Across the board. Yeah, okay, so And he you might just learned be... about taxes today. Who did? They did. They did. You just learned about taxes. Well, maybe they knew. But if you didn't, it's okay. I just learned about it. Yeah, too. evidently <laughs> I had zero idea. <laughs> so. 
I, I didn't see me, the one who has it. no job. I at least know how the taxes are divvied up between it, well, the feds so and the state. Well, so then that means a because you got to know if you're committing a felony or a misdemeanor always, <laughs> <laughs> and everything you say can and will be held up in court. I know everything. Like you say everything be in we've said on this podcast here on two four here told, we stand behind one hundred percent. And then if you want to come for us later, like I stand behind it one hundred. Come for me. What are you going to take away? Nothing. Good luck. Good job. I know. <laughs> maybe I'll end up in a place with, I don't know, maybe working pipes. I know. <laughs> like, ooh, scary. Like, scary. Anyways, so, um, but anyways, it made me think that I have always judged her mans, but in reality, they're not bad. And I've, oh, whenever I've had a guy that I've kind of liked, I've hated anyone's opinion on it. Like, I'm just so, I don't even want to hear it. And it's like, if I knew her in real life, I would be like, like, please don't make fun. Like, please don't attack him. He's decent, you know? But then if I knew someone like Bo, like in Stassi's corner, I would not have one bad thing to say, which we do kind of know someone like that. Someone very close to us who just moved into a house that we own. (laughs) Oh, yes. Like, her man's is excellent. I, if I knew them more personally, I don't think I would have anything bad to say because I know them not that personally and I have nothing bad to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. <laughs> so it's like that's opinion that's like welcomed. But then if you think about it, it's like say he was like not as great as he is and he was kind of average. That doesn't stop us from feeling like we can just say whatever we want to say. Well, everyone always feels like they're entitled to an opinion. But that's kind of irritating because it's like if he's not even that bad, why are you even sharing it? But then it turns into the whole demon where it's like, well, what if it is that bad? I just don't see it. Or what if it's just that stale? I think that's more of a question of is was it ever even good? Like, was it even ever worth it? Because remember that one person I was with? Me Clay? Not the Oh, Mie yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Moshi monster. The Mikul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he wasn't bad. He wasn't inherently a bad person. Like, he was very averagely very, very good. Yeah, I don't think I ever talked smack about him. Yeah, but he was definitely, like, a Morgan Stewart guy. Yeah. Like... He was just average. Like, just so underwhelming. Like, he took you out to a nice dinner at Chili's. I know. That was very sweet. It's because he... See? See? Because I... There are moments where I don't say anything bad about a person. No. Because they don't show any reason to be bad. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe think about that the next time I mean to you. (laughs) I was pretty right about mom tart over there. You were, you're. Sorry if you're listening. I was a thousand percent correct about you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You're probably right about me. I don't think he's listening because he's with his mother right now. He probably sorry. Mom tart was like, I just I just don't know why. Think it's kind of bold, like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, all in like twenty people heard that. It's not bad to be with someone who's a little bit like adverse like because he brought up a lot of opinions the other one brought up no opinions i don't know No, the other one brought up no opinions but you thought people had a lot of opinions about him and that stemmed from your that's my own problem that's a diff that is separate from the issue of people having opinions in general because i think because i then i'm going to bring another one from the left field here my this well Okay, when someone's in a relationship that's maybe not the most constructive, that's when it's the hardest to hear. But that's when you have the most opinions. Yeah. Whether it be abusive, borderline abusive, 
or just like questionable and like they're starting to compromise what they believe in or what they do and it's not even like oh well this person's changing everyone's allowed to change and I've had friends in my life who have made huge life decisions like altering life choices yeah but it's like they have like thought through it and they've contended with it that's very different than just being with a person and then all of a sudden like gaining everything that they're doing yeah and like yeah. doing their lifestyle but then that's when you feel like you're most justified in your opinion and you are but now you're like whoa I might lose my friend forever if I say something so like how do you navigate Mm. that because it's one thing to judge a friend that has like a person that's just kind of like subpar and very underwhelming yeah and they're just like fuck off like don't talk about it it's like yeah okay I won't talk about it because it really isn't harming you I just don't like the person like whatever yeah but then it's like ooh, like if I don't say something what if it gets worse what do you do and that's a good place to end thank you (laughs) i'm just kidding well based on my experience i push until the person breaks yeah personally no you don't you stop talking no i totally don't (laughs) i totally do not stop talking until it's too late Uh uh-huh until it's too late (laughs) and you of all people know that I know. I finally gave up the ghost about mom tart. What the third time I made you cry about it? <laughs> Sorry, bitch. Like I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. You know what I mean? Like I don't say it off a place of malice. I like you. No, I know. Dare I even say I love you? You <laughs> <laughs> not in a sexual way, <laughs> but pretty close. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Such a good joke. Can't believe I never thought about that before. But um yeah, no, I'm I'm always I I'm constantly out of line. You're yeah, no, I don't think you're no, out. No. I, there are some moments where I am out of line. For there sure. are like there's one person I'm thinking of in particular and I'm one martini deep and one violent crying episode deep. <laughs> so we're not so, playing with a full deck. We're not playing a full deck, and we're, I'm being vulnerable. We're playing go, go fish with the Uno cards. Yeah, right? but I'm obviously gonna be very respectful. But there is, I've had an experience, and it's like I try for the most part to be as unbiased as possible because here's the thing that I have learned. I've not always been unbiased, but the thing I have learned is that you truly do not know what a person is going through if you're not in that relationship. Yeah. And I know people say that. People love to say that when they are in a bad relationship to defend their bad relationship. Yeah. They're like, you don't understand. You don't really know the depths that he goes. But it's like, no, bitch. I pretty much, I can see it. I can see it. And I can see you not seeing it. And those are two very different things than me just not being understanding. But no, like, I will go very far to put myself not only in their shoes, but in their partner's shoes, because there are two people it takes to parlay into a relationship, and it's, like, it's really easy to double down, because like I've said, I'm sure we've said it in previous episodes, anybody, there will always be a good reason to break up with a person. Oh, like, always. 100%, no matter what it is, whether it's, like, a big thing or a little thing, but it's, like, it's hard because then when you know a person is struggling or going through something, or even, like, like before when I was with someone, and what did Papo say? He's like, I don't want to say anything. Just if I say something about her being around this person, 
I'm going to lose her even more. Yeah. And that is very, very, very true. Because even though you don't agree with it, some things just need to take a course on their own time. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's like one half understanding who the person is and also another half understanding what the situation is. Because if you know you have a friend that's very addictive and falls very easily in line with whoever's around her, then that's when you need, or him, that's when you need to stand in and say, listen, like, I know you and I know your heart and I know what you're doing, but this is what's happening. And yeah. that's when you call your Hail Mary, which you've talked yeah, about. Hail you Mary. need to establish. You need to have a Hail Mary with someone. You need to establish your Hail Marys with people because those are, like, vital. Like, oh, everyone. Like you and you can't say that you don't have one. Like, I'm sure people listening are like, I don't have a Hail Mary. I'm perfect. No, you're not. You need to have a Hail Mary. Yeah. Everyone does. Because if you go to your friend and you're like, I'm going to give you your Hail Mary. And then they're like, well, I'm going to give you your Hail Mary. And you're like, no, sorry, I don't have one. Well, then you can't give one because you don't think you have one. Yeah. That doesn't count. How do you know what it is if you like don't you have Like, you have one? to be willing to give your shit up, too. Exactly. And I think well, that's that's a Hail Mary, then. Explain it if no one's heard that Oh, episode. yeah. Well, you can find it on a previous episode. But a Hail Mary is essentially the point of no return in a situation. Where it's like, if someone really sees something and you are not seeing it, it's causing issue. Like, have someone that, like, you really care about be like, you know what, this is a Hail Mary. And, yeah. like, like, like this you is can them. get an explanation, you're not owed one. Mm-hmm. At the same time, being like, okay, that's just a Hail Mary. Like, there's something that I just don't get it. It's like, like, it's just going to be a bad thing. It's like you keep coming to this person about these little things. And they're not getting it. And you're trying to, you know, you sit back. You hold back. You're like, okay, let me just, like, kind of observe it. And then something happens. And you're like, whoa. Like, no. Because they're not going to see it. And those are really hard. I mean, they're very serious. It's very serious to give a Hail Mary. Yeah, it's very serious. It has to it's, be, like, really, really bad. It's, like, like mostly yeah. abusive. Mostly, pretty much abusive. Yeah. Like, or pretty much just abusive. Yeah. <laughs> Emotionally, verbally, or physically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because those are just, it's not, or like, or they do cosplay. (laughs) Dude, I was Instagram commenting and I came across a cosplayer's Instagram and I was like, I obviously have no territory here. Like, I cannot comment on this woman. I've bitched about cosplaying a a good 25% of her episode. I know. I have opinions. I have respect for, I have mad respect for the effort they put into their costumes. Look at a crazy amount of effort, but it's like an emo theater kid. Oh, that's the best way to describe it. That is an emo theater kid. Yeah, that's a good way. But all of that to say, it's very easy to judge people's mans, but I don't think it's always warranted. But. You know, on the last point, it says heartbreak. How do you know when to navigate? Because, like, say you're with a friend who's, like, in an abusive relationship. And then you, like, keep talking. And, like, you're pulling away to the point where they're not even sharing anything anymore. Which I think is a really heartbreaking place to be in. Yeah. And it's, like, I'm sure I've been in that situation before. Whether I've known it or not. Where I've been so hard on a person for the person they're with that they're not telling me the truth. Because I think everyone tells the truth because I tell the truth. Yeah, I agree with that. But you know? no, people... But... Yeah. It's very yeah. interesting because I think the way it is, it's like we're so raised to not be honest unless it's for an ulterior motive. Yeah, like that's the thing that shocked me the most is I am very transparent. Like if you ask me a question about something, I will give you a very, very honest answer because yeah. I have nothing to lose. I have nothing to hide. Like, because the way I see it, to bring my good Christian side into it, 
is if the god of the universe can see every side of me, which is ugly, why can't I share it with you? You're just fucking human. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Like, that's well, the way I see interesting, it. interesting, but the way, it's totally because of the way we were raised. That's very true. Like, a thousand percent. Like, our dad always said, he's like, yeah, I never lie because then you don't have to sit around and try to remember anything. That's true. But also, it's like, people don't share it because of what I've said. Like, they hold back. They don't want to hear it because what it all comes from a place of non judgment. They yeah. don't want to be judged because if you're judged, then you're held accountable. Well, I think and it's then you interesting have to that truth has turned into a thing of judgment. Mm-hmm. And, like, because is that because truth hurts or is it because so many people are so vindictive by nature? Like, they're apathetic. Yeah, that it creates apathy. I know. And it's like, well, I'm going to say it just because I feel like hurting you because it will help elevate me in my mind. I like, know. Like, that's so fucked. That could be true because now it's like, say I go to somebody. And now it's like, I don't like him. And it's like, are you just saying that because you've been single your whole life? Like, people assume that from us. That Yes, they do. We and it's like, that. how dare you think my honesty comes from a place of, like, hurting yeah. you? But if it makes you feel any better, dear listeners, we're not friends with those people anymore. Because the people... I don't have time. I Well, also, the people that know us know that we're not vindictive like that. I know, and it's like, if I say something, it's purely out of respect for you. Yeah, so if it makes you feel bad if you lose a friend over something like this, it's like, whatever. Because they don't know your heart. And if you're being... But if you are a listener and you are petty, then, like, fuck you. You deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're the worst kind of person. <laughs> like, it's not about you. It's not about you. We don't say this so you can make it about you. Like, yeah, judging people really helps pass the time in this life. Yeah, but, but judging you should quietly. never approach someone about their relationship out of a selfish place. Exactly. Because it is very true. Then it makes people apathetic. And it's like... Like, the person that I know, maybe she's thinking she's coming from a place, I've never thought about it before, but maybe, like, she is coming from a place of, like, well, you just don't understand, and, like, you've never been in a situation like me, and, like, you're just saying that because Well, that's always what they think. That's yeah. always what they I, that's think. that's very human nature. Evidently, you haven't had to deal with the same type of bitch. I mean, I've dealt with different types of bitches. I've dealt with intense. Yeah, but no, we're not friends with those people, so it's like... It's like, you know, when we say if you're going to lose a friend, lose them. We've done that over and over and over again. We have lost. Every year in high school. Every two and years. And even in college. Every two years I've lost someone. Yeah. And since I graduated high school, that hasn't happened. Or college, that hasn't happened. But from the inception of high school to the end of college, I lost a very important person in my life. Like yeah. pretty much every two years. And it's well, just, that was interesting because yours is the same person. I lost like three different people. No, I didn't. I lost multiple different people. Like you lost multiple people, but you're yeah. like the big one that you mostly remember is the one person. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that was that was after college, actually. That one transpired after college, that one but that one hurts the deepest. But listen, it's like we wouldn't tell you to lose a friend if we hadn't lost like believe me we practice what we preach and yeah it gets us in trouble but at least at the end of the day we have a clear conscience and you know what those other people are doing they're sitting up and they're all offended and butt her at seeing our photos you know what i mean like <laughs> they're I just getting believe her they're getting fat <laughs> they have gained weight oh <laughs> <laughs> but, but um but no but it is hard to navigate that and it is like, with the friend that I'm thinking of in in specifics, I don't know what's going on. I've never tried to be judgy of her situation, and I know that she has felt that way, and my heart has, ver- has hurt 
for her. I know, it's like hard. And it hurts more for her than for me. Because I'm not sitting there saying like, oh, I wish she told me and I feel so bad. She can't confide in me. And it's like, I don't give a but fuck. But it's also like, they no. don't owe you anything. But it's like, I don't care if she confides in me at all as long as she is confiding in someone. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And that's like how a lot of the people I roll with, that's how we feel about all of our respective individuals that we know. Because it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, you want them to get the help that they need. Yeah. And it's like, it's one thing to bitch about your man's your your girlfriend's man's who's like whatever just kind of like, like lame is on the playstation all day or something. yeah like just keep those to yourself and like bitch about it at brunch with your other people but if it's like something very serious it's good to be like checking in and yeah and like, like have the conversation and also being like you know what if you want to be with this person like help me understand what you see yeah. I think that's the best thing to say. It's like, and not in a way of like, I want to see what you see so then I can use it against you later. But no, be like, I really want it. Because I think if I knew that Yeah, in where college, they're like, if you don't understand, be like, I want to understand. Yeah, if I knew that in college, if I knew how to say that and articulate it the way I am just doing now, which I've never even thought about before, it could have changed the game. Yeah. I don't know if it would have, but it really... No, but it could have. It could have. been like, I want to know him in the way you know him. Yeah, because I think that's the best thing to do. And it's like, and then say she shows you how she loves him and the way that she knows how to love him. And you're still like, you know, that's when you bully your Hail Mary and you're like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, I don't want to lose you, but this is something very serious and something bigger than maybe both of us right now. Yeah. And like, I can help you get out, you know? Yeah. But it's like, don't go in with the intention of using it against them. Yeah, like, no. obviously not. But yeah, I think that's a great thing to do because it's so easy to judge other people's mans and being a person that's had many mans judged to the point where it's like, I can't even have one decent relationship because of it. Yeah. Because I take it also on myself. That's hard, too. Because when you take it, when you put the burden on yourself and you're like, everyone's out to get me, I think that's you've a already personal lost. problem. I'm like, yeah. Because everyone could be out to get you. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you mentally, and I'm sure we've seen it with all the abusive relationships, like, if you don't mentally feel that way, like, yeah. it's not going to stop you. Because say if I was in a- so, Maybe if I was yeah. in a relationship that was abusive, I'm not going to see it as abusive. And then a person comes to me, my friend, and they're like, I worry for you, I worry for you. And then they say, show me how you love them. Then it's like, I don't trust you. You're just saying all this shit. Yeah. And then when you're in an abusive relationship, you question everybody that's not the man's. Well, because they make you. Because they make you. Because they want to sever those But ties. also you're worried about something, about them being proven wrong or been proven bad or maybe even being proven that you're right and that they're bad because then where do you go from here? And it's like, that's the thing I don't understand. You can always leave. You can always start over again. Like, what's the worst thing? You're going to, like, lose him, okay? What, like, hopefully you're not, like, whatever. There are many options. If you have friends that care about you that much and say you live with him and you're like, if I lose him, I'm not going to have anywhere to go. If your friends cared about you that much to ruin your whole relationship. They would give you a place to go. They better give you a place to go. Because every friend I have, if something were to happen with them, not a lot of them are in relationships right now. But if they were in a bad relationship and they were stuck, I'd be like, you can come live with me. I'm not saying it's the best of digs. But you yeah. can do it. I will make a place for you. Yeah, because I'm not going to tell you that you have to get out and not give you a solution. Yeah, and not give you a solution. Never yeah. offer a piece of advice unless you have a solution. Exactly. For it. And if you think that you don't have room, you always have room. There's always you room. always have room. But it's like, you know, it's hard because, like, say the shoe is on the other foot and you're like, I just don't trust this person. Say you're listening and you have people that are coming to you and you're like, no, I think that they're against me. 
being a person personally that thinks everyone is against me, it's hard. I will just say it's hard. And it's hard for me to navigate, and I don't think I've done it successfully. Well, your mental state is going to be the strongest thing ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, and that's why so many people are, like, falling apart. Because, like, we have such a lack of control over our mental state. I know. Like, it's what, like, but when you realize how much power you genuinely have, like, unstoppable. It's unstoppable. But also, it's like, what I think about is, like, I just pray so much to God to lead me. When I'm very questioning, like, a guy or something, I'm like, Lord, like, if you want this to happen, you're going to set up the path to make it happen. And yeah. nothing's going to be my way. No one's opinion is going to stand in my way. But it is true. It does, like, it's two-sided because God gave us free will. So we can, like you said, make anything happen. If we put our minds to it. It starts and ends with you. It starts and ends with you. Always. Every Like, the situation may be presented, but you choose to start it. You choose to end it. And yeah. Like, you have that power. Like, you have that yeah. strength. And that's what's scary because that's what I think about is, like, I have I don't that think that's strength. scary at all. Because it's not, ugh, it's like, ooh. I know, but what if you use Game it control. <laughs> well, hopefully you're in a good enough mental state. Well, most people like control. Most women actually like control. I really don't like too much control. And I think most of the people listening to this podcast are women, which means majority of people listening may want control. I'm not a person that wants control. I literally prayed to God yesterday, do with me what you will. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but that's I, I just I was like I just don't want to make a decision about this. Like, just show me. But that's not the point because he that's gave not the you point. Will we're supposed to want to like make that choice? I know. No, it's very true. like it's not. Just, we're not floating in this life. That's like, why we, we have need to, to like, ask for wisdom. I yeah, know. I wish we were floating. I'm so a plankton. I'm so floating. <laughs> like you think you're floating? I'm actually unemployed and like literally, I like drew a girl with pearl earrings. You should check out her Instagram. <laughs> Thank you. What is it? I posted to Art her. by Allie. Art by Allie Green. Any underscores? What is it? Put it in the... I put think it, it's dots. Put it in the bio. Okay, I'll put it in the bio. <laughs> I'm going to have to write that in my notes because I'm totally not going to hear this later. Allison's falling asleep right now. I'm falling asleep, you guys. She's acting as if it's midnight out here. It's 9.18 in the afternoon. It is. It is 9.18. <laughs> it's midnight somewhere. Well, I went to bed actually really late yesterday. I went to bed at 2 or 3 in the morning. Mm. So, so an hour wow, before she woke so an up. an hour before I woke up. But Ships yeah. passing in the night, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but all this to say, be kind to your friends who are in relationships. And don't be judgy of them, even though some of them may... Some of them may deserve it because then, yeah, like, what if they get... What if they're being bastards? Like, what if <laughs> like what if they're being bastards? But also, like, yeah, what if they're being bastards? Like, go for names? that. Like, who, like, yeah, what if they're being bastards? Say something. Say something. I said something. Say something. Because women are not, or the other party, your friend, is not exempt from that. And also, like, what if they're with a person and you can see, like... Okay, here's the biggest thing I'm going to say... If you're with a friend and you see that they're so in love and they're so happy, but you know that that guy is going to break their heart, do not try to stand in front of that bullet and be yeah. like, break up. Don't. Let it happen. Do it. Let, Let it their happen. heart break. That is far. That is That's okay. That's growing pains. That's growing pains. Let their heart break. They need to experience that. But if they're in an abusive relationship, that's when you stand up and you take the bullet. Yeah. And the bullet isn't them losing the man's. Because if you're seeing, if you're sitting with a friend 
and they're so in love and you know it's not going to work out and the writing's on the wall but they can't see it let let it just go how it's going to go and then sit there and pick up the pieces later i think this is more going out to the people in high school but i don't know because this is totally the people yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah the person who shooed their boyfriend was in high school for me yeah but it's like it's like just let them let them have their heartbreak so it's like the takeaway of this is let people experience their relationships how they should. If their man's not that bad, don't say anything. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. But if it is bad, don't. But be I think to if your up. person's a bad party, I think like you have a responsibility to say something. You do. If it's your side of the wedding party. Yes. You if it's I mean? if it yes. <laughs> yeah. If it's your side of the wedding party. Don't be complicit in their bad behavior. And then if they're like, fuck you, I'm not your friend, then you don't need yeah, that. Okay. Because you don't want to be with someone who you can't hold accountable and that can't who, hold like, you accountable. Who, like, treats those that they, like, love and are close to them like terrible people. You know what I mean? That like, says Is something. that how you... It says something. Like, that's the person yeah. you claim to care about the most. You're treating them like that? Like, what does that mean for me later? You know what I mean? That does... I know. You know, I have thought about that before. Relationships are all the same, but boyfriend and girlfriend, you just kiss and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> but it's true because if they can treat the person that's closest to them, the most intimate with them, like shit, how are they going to you? Treat are you are no better than them. Like, you're, sorry no, If about anything, it. you're less on the totem pole. Yeah, you're pole. less on the totem pole because they give you less. <laughs> yeah. That's actually something to think about. Yeah, so that's how it goes. And that's what high school has taught me. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely let your friend like, don't give your, like, shitty opinions about a person who's like, I just don't want to see you get hurt. Like, fuck that, whatever. You're going to yeah, get no, hurt. Not you're a strong enough excuse. Not, not a strong, strong enough excuse. excuse. Don't say that. That's dumb. Because you, you know what? Like, what if that guy ends up not breaking their heart? Yeah. And then they'll resent you forever for making them make that choice. Yeah, like, and just, then also oh, don't put the seed of doubt in someone whose heart is happy. Yeah. Like, if they're honestly happy in that in which they're pursuing, let them pursue it to the full of, it ex- of its extent. And don't worry, like, it will crumble. You don't have to... Do- like, I've had people do that for me before, where it's like, Oh, yeah, like that. It's mostly with brothers. People's brothers fall in love with me and I can't help it. But they're like, you don't want to be with her. Like, she's a mess. And it's like, I'm not saying I'm not a mess, but I didn't need your help ruining that. I could have done that myself. Yeah. I know. Like, so bold. Like, I would have had. And it's like, is your brother not looking at being like, then why do you want her around? Like, that's yes. terrible excuse. And it's just like, if you're the person that steps in for your friend's demise, like, Fuck you. They can ruin it themselves. Thank yeah, you very like, much. They can do that on their own. Like, All right. oh, it's so irritating. And that has been the moral of the story. Yes. Okay, well, Allison's about to dive deep. <laughs> Into a nappy. Into her nappy. Love you, lovey dubbies. We love you. Thank you we for listening. We hope you have a good week. Yes, email mm-hmm. us. Rate us. Yeah, give us reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a review, we might have something special for you. Ooh. We actually might. I know we might. Ooh. I know now all the work is out there and it's starting to circulate it's the internet. It's starting to circulate. Check out our stories on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. We're giving away goodies to few specific people. And, yes. And some of them have been receiving it, which has been very exciting. And, I know. You know, some have been posting it, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, Whether so you post it or not, if you comment, you get something. Ooh. Ooh. Very interesting. Yes. All right. Love you, lovey-dubbies. We love you. See you next week. Bye.